The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affect your glucose. It makes it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's so easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Does the name Vanessa Guillen ring a bell? I certainly hope so because it's a name and a face I will never forget. Vanessa Guillen, absolutely beautiful on the inside and out. I've met with her family, and they are devastated. She was murdered at a U.S. Army base, Fort Hood. Her body found buried and dismembered about 30 miles away. But why? I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. The dismemberment of her body, the attempts to burn her body were so gruesome. And as it turns out, we are now learning motive as to why a fellow officer, Aaron Robinson, and his married girlfriend, Aguilar, why they did what they did. Now, remember, the state never has to prove a motive. It's not up to prosecutors to go inside the mind of a killer and determine why. The prosecutor's role, their duty is to prove who did it, where, what jurisdiction, and generally when, and that that action violated the criminal code. But why is much more murky, although in the last days we are now learning exact motive for the murder of Vanessa Guillen. Also, in the last days, Vanessa Guillen's family has filed a multi-million dollar lawsuit, a $35 million lawsuit for damages, the suit filed against the Army the suit claims Vanessa again suffered mental anguish, fear, emotional distress, physical injury, and death as a result of repeated sex harassments, rape, sodomy, and physical assault. Oh, what this girl lived through. 
And it always hurts me because I know that as a little girl, she dreamed of going in the Army. She wanted to be a G.I. Jane. Now, the Army's not commenting on this lawsuit, but the lawsuit filed by the family and her mother and sister are two of the nicest people I have ever met. The lawsuit details how Vanessa was sex harassed by higher-ranking soldiers and how the Army initially failed to address her repeat reports of sex harassment. And, FYI, for your information, it's the first lawsuit filed under this new Ninth Circuit decision to allow other victims of sex assault to have hope, but to also find the military accountable for what seems to be a sex harassment epidemic. When I think back on Vanessa Gian joining the Army back in 2018, she was fresh out of high school and so excited to start a career with the Army, and she said she wanted to protect, quote, our nation and her family. Oh, the court documents, which are very upsetting, outline how by 2020, that's just two years later, her behavior had changed. She would call her older sister crying, telling her she wanted to commit suicide, but she wouldn't explain why. The sister says the family couldn't understand why Vanessa was not the happy young person we all knew. And it wasn't until weeks later, Gian opened up about her life with the Army She told her mom she was being sex harassed by higher ups in the chain of command, and she was afraid to speak out. Oh, man. Then during a field training exercise back in September 2019, the soldier spent a weekend in battle simulations. She was, I believe, taking a shower when a higher up conducting the platoon's perimeter check trained the lights on her to watch her taking a shower. Those encounters were not by any means an accident. Now, here is a young woman trying to protect her country and fulfill her lifelong dream, and she has to be sex harassed. In the end, she ends up being murdered. For those of you that don't recall the facts of the case, take a listen. This is a sad update from Texas EquiSearch. They tell us they are suspending their search efforts for the missing soldier from Houston after what was discovered there near the Leon River in Bell County. Tim Miller described it as a shallow grave. It's, uh, you know, believed to be her pending positive identification, which I have to the, the search for Vanessa is now over. It appears as though there was a shallow grave, the rocks covered the grave and stuff. And then, you know, for the three days after you disappear, it rained. So everything just looked natural. You're hearing the voice of our longtime friend and colleague, Tim Miller of EquiSearch, who is with us now, along with an all-star panel of guests, including crime victim turned crusader tim miller tim tell us in as much detail as you can what happened well nancy you know what we've found uh, you know i've been saying we found some evidence and we knew it was evidence connected to vanessa's disappearance uh, and uh it's uh, and the evidence was burned, but there was some of it that did not burn, and we knew immediately it was evidence. We actually uh, dug, believe it or not, Nancy. It was only three feet away, and uh, where the where the shallow grave was at, we were actually standing on top of little Vanessa's body. The Texas Rangers were there, the military CID cadaver dogs, and what a what a job they did on concealing her little body. And what had happened, and we, uh, we actually was starting to search again this morning, so we had members up here yesterday, and we was we was out there at the scene until well after dark. And uh, I was actually right at that scene just three days ago and, and really looking at some things, and, and I just knew she had to be somewhere close. What was it, a gut instinct? What led you 
You, you've been telling me that for days. But what led you to say that? We got a lot, a lot of information. And a witness came forward and talked about something that he saw. We found what this witness saw. Tim, can you tell us what he thought he saw? Well, you know what? I get my hand slapped. I don't don't care at this point in time. As far as I'm concerned, it's over with. Somebody actually seen somebody in one of them big pelican cases, about three foot by three foot, one of them big plastic cases, and he was really struggling to go ahead and get this into his vehicle after witness came forward they had enough information to go ahead and go to a judge and so we actually got the phone record person went how long he was there and everything hold on just a moment i want to tell everybody what you're talking about a pelican case i i have four of them and on the front is a name nancy john david lucy and david usually really heavy plastic containers and you can close it with a you know a lot that you just pull up to open and open it up and you know you can stock it full of stuff and they come in really big like plastic storage chests that you open and close and can latch to keep it secure A, a witness exists that saw a man struggling to lift a pelican case into his vehicle and then we actually was that a uh, yes yes ma'am and then we actually found a burn pile when we was out there and probably about 40 percent of the lid of that pelican case did not burn so when we found that it was like oh my god she has to be in this area where was the burn pit tim miller uh, right beside the Leon River, where we was concentrating on searching, and uh, and I was my biggest fear, Nancy, was that he threw her in the river, and that maybe she would never ever been found. So, uh, when you uh, saw that half burned pelican case, what we went through your mind? We we knew that it was going to take far more than a miracle for her to be found alive and and returned home. Do you believe, Tim, that based on the evidence that we're, we're learning now, well, let me ask a couple of pointed questions. The witness, if the witness is accurate, sees a man struggling to lift a pelican case, a, dark, a black, heavy-duty, plastic container with a lid into his vehicle. Where did he, the witness, see that? <laughs> on the base. On the base. On Fort Hood. How very could the close. Army not figure like that out? At the Armory. At the Armory. In the parking lot? In the Armory. Outside of where she came out of the Armory, where she was working, that Armory? Yes, ma'am. So she had to be either killed or kidnapped on the base. She was a very extremely physical fit physically fit. Isn't that true? Natalie Kwan, the attorney for Vanessa Ginn's family, she was in top shape. She's a private first class in the Army. She runs all the time. And her superior sergeant called her in off her day off. So I think she would have had to have been dead when she was put in that container. She, she, unless she was drugged, I don't see he could overpower her without making such a ruckus. Everybody around him could hear what, what was the state of her physical fitness, Natalie? Well, she was super fit. Um, you know, like we said, she was she was a big runner. She played soccer. She was um, working out in the gym all the time. I have videos of her just lifting some serious weights. Um, she was going to go for a hike that afternoon too. Uh, uh, you really have to. That has to be either a struggle, or like you said, some kind of a weapon or some kind of drug. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
If you're a smoker looking for an alternative to traditional tobacco, you might feel uncertain at the thought of changing things up. Maybe you're ready to make a switch, but don't know where to start. Maybe you've tried vaping, thought it wasn't your thing. Maybe you've heard of smokeless nicotine products, but aren't familiar with the options. Meet Zen, America's number one nicotine pouch. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Zen is a satisfying tobacco alternative that puts you in control of your nicotine experience, which means Zen pairs well with you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20,000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash nancy. Thanks, Lisa Mattress for being our partner. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. The family of this incredible woman, Army Specialist Vanessa Ginn, will never have peace after her brutal murder and dismemberment. But in the last days, they have filed a $35 million lawsuit against the U.S. Army for the sex harassment, the rape, and ultimately the murder of their girl, their sister, Vanessa Guillen. What really happened? A beautiful 20-year-old private first class out of Fort Hood, Vanessa Guillen. Her allegations that she had been sex harassed by her superior, the, the Army says they don't have any credible evidence of that. Well, you know what? I'm sitting here thousand miles away and I know about multiple statements she gave regarding that to you Natalie Kawan you're the lawyer for Vanessa's family who is grief stricken I spoke to her sister earlier and her sister so distraught in the search for Vanessa how can they say they didn't know about the sex harassment how can they send out a piece of paper as a press release I, I, I don't get it well, let me just tell you, I spoke to my client and I spoke to, I contacted the banks, the attorneys there, and I had it out with them. I said, how is it that I find out, and my client finds out information from the media before they find out from the CID and from the, from the base itself. It is so pathetic that you have kept us in the dark this whole time. And it's funny how you guys have loose lips on the base, but you don't have the dignity to call my client and give them the information that they begged for for months. And I said, this is definitely, we are demanding a congressional investigation. I want everyone to be held accountable for this mishandling of a case and a soldier's life. Natalie, I'm so taken aback right now by what I think you just said, because that was, that was a lot of information. You're, am I understanding 
that Vanessa's family found out that her remains had been found through the media? That's correct. Nancy, can I break in for one minute? Tim Miller, I could just, I, I just can't believe that. Before Crime Online or any of us reported it, we asked, before we report this, does the family know? And we were told by an unnamed source, yes, the family knows. Tim Miller, I cannot believe the way the family, I mean, I'm going to circle back with you, Tim, about all the evidence but I just, you know, Tim, I was getting chills right now because I remember how I found out my fiancé was, in fact, dead, that he had been murdered. And it was not over the 6 o'clock news. I was told in person. And, I, you know, Tim, you've been there. You lost your daughter. God rest her soul. This is just the way this family has been treated from the beginning, having to beg for answers. The sister driving to Fort Hood, trying to get answers and being stonewalled. I'm just sick about it, Tim. I mean, I know you. You are a crime victim. Can you imagine what this family has gone through with all the BS they've been getting from Hood? Nancy, I was driving up here yesterday and Mayra called me up. The sister called me up, and she said, Mr. Miller, what have you heard? And I said, Mayra, has anybody called you? And she said, no, please tell me what's going on. Oh, Lord. I'm, I'm choked up now. It's one of the saddest calls I've ever made in my life. And I said, I I can't tell you exactly how it remains out to me to ask me. No, military, nobody had called her. She called and said, Mr. Miller, please tell me what is going on. I'm hearing stuff from the media. Why was her life worth nothing to Fort Hood? Why is that? It's because she's a woman? And they're just not as important? I don't know. Is it because um, she's Hispanic? Is it because they thought she may file a sex harassment claim? Why? Why have they acted like this from the get-go? You know what? That's, that's a whole nother can of worms for us to figure out. And it's a can of stinking fish. I want to get back to what we know now. Um, I am getting information right now, Olivia Levada, KXXV-TV, that a member of the military at Fort Hood has just died by pulling a gun and shooting himself. Now, police are not specifying what case this guy is connected to, but, I mean, I'm not a rocket scientist, but I know that two and two equals four. What do you know, Olivia Levada? In the last hours, we learn a potential suspect has shot himself dead. Olivia? Yes. So, um, Nancy, this is everything we've been told so far. We know that U.S. Marshals and the Colleen Police Department, which is the city just outside of Fort Hood, they assisted investigators with the Fort Hood CID in one of their criminal cases early uh, Wednesday morning today. Um, officials also say that just before 1.30 a.m., the officers located this suspect, and they say... Um, that the officers attempted to make contact with the suspect and he displayed that weapon and discharged it um, toward himself. Um, as you said, at this point, we have not been told if this criminal case was in reference to Vanessa. Also to Natalie Kwan, the lawyer for the Vanessa Guillen family. Natalie, I think you may have information on the shooting as well. What do you know? Yeah, sure. Um, I just got um, word that uh, it is um, the suspect, Tim, that we suspected that shot himself. Uh, they have video of him shooting himself. Um, and um, it, what happened was they called a bolo last night. Uh, he was seen running off the base. I mean, this is breaking news right now as we speak. Seen running off base uh, with shorts, you know, his army shorts on. Um, and they chased him, and then he shot himself in the parking lot. 
I wonder if it was the same parking lot where he apparently kidnapped or put a dead body of Vanessa Gim in a storage container. Joseph Scott Morgan with me, professor of forensic Jacksonville State, author of Blood Beneath My Feet on Amazon, and Tim Miller, Texas EquiSearch, who actually sees the evidence, is there on the scene when this young girl's body is found buried in a shallow grave covered with rocks. And that tells me somebody took a lot of time to cover up her body. How did they get away with that? How did they get away with putting her dead or unconscious body in a plastic storage container? Tim Miller, Texas EquiSearch, who has been searching for Vanessa from the beginning. Please describe what you saw. Well, when we found the evidence, again, Nancy, that that Pelican case, we, we knew it was evidence. Uh, we dug under it, and he tried to burn it. It's one of the trees that burn it, burn branches and leaves off the tree 15 foot high. Why nobody saw oh, that? Wait, 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 wait. Tim, will you say that again? That's really interesting to me. Yeah, we found the burn pile, and uh, and leaves and branches were burnt about 15 high, 15 feet up in the tree. So why that nobody was some big that, bonfire. That's big Tim, how but far away from they, Fort Hood is this? Uh, 26 miles. 26 miles. Okay, go ahead. And he mixed concrete. They actually had concrete. They mixed up concrete. They dug the grave. They put some lime in the grave. They went ahead and poured concrete over top of it, put dirt over that, put rocks over top of that. No, they spent time. They spent time. And I noticed that you're saying they. Natalie Kawan, the lawyer for Vanessa Ginn's family, isn't it true there's more than one suspect? That's correct. Sorry, that's correct. Uh, there's one in custody right now, and um, the other one just uh, shot himself uh, last night running on foot. Amazing to me, which is a whole other can of worms for our shrink, Dr. Bethany Marshall, to go into. I mean, as much as I love Jackie here in the studio, she said, hey, can you help me get rid of a body? Oh, uh, <laughs> no. But that aside, back to the evidence, Joe Scott, they... The suspects came prepared with lime to decompose the body even more quickly to yeah, that's concrete, perception. gravel. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah and that they're going to prepare this and create almost like a, a, a vault, you know, kind of a hastily made vault. And why would you do that? Well, if anybody knows anything about digging a grave or digging a hole in the ground, one of the things that happens is when you disrupt that soil, uh, you create a natural depress well an unnatural depression in otherwise tightly compressed soil. Let's think in mind that soil out at Fort Hood, that area out there, it's it's kind of a clay based sand and it's very, very firm, tightly compact. And so it it's going to leave a hole. It'll be noticeable. So my thought is they had an awareness of this, Nancy. They're gonna mix up concrete out there and try to form this over her body to encapsulate her body. But this is this is a thing that's kind of key to me because this is something that has been coming up over and over and over again is the word shallow. Um, if you're going to go to all this trouble, why dig a shallow grave in order to facilitate where were they rushed, you know, in this uh, were, were they just trying to get out of there? And my experience in having worked thousands of cases is that the lion's share of people in the general public are not used to dealing with dead bodies. And so they get in the middle of this thing and they realize, I guess you haven't lifted a dead body. It's so hard to lift a dead body. No wonder the perp was trying to, was struggling right there in the parking lot in front of God and everybody to put the Pelican case, Tim Miller's telling us about, into the vehicle. And I want you to hear this because this is going to affect your analysis. Take a listen to our friends at ABC. DPS Sergeant Brian Washko spoke earlier about what led investigators back to this location that they searched on June 22nd. Throughout the investigation, throughout the course of the investigation, more information was received, which led the Texas Rangers who were assisting the U.S. Army CID. Well, yeah, the CID was there, but as you hear from Tim Miller, a civilian spotted one of the perps struggling to get a black plastic container in a car, in a vehicle. That container was found half burned. Tim Miller saw it and is there at the time of the discovery of Vanessa's body. But a civilian 
smells a foul odor. According to our friends, you were just hearing Nikki Latarulo at KCEN-TV. What about it, Joe Scott? Continue your analysis. Hey, yeah. Uh, you know, they, they showed up prepped, and and they're going to dig a shallow grave. And what Tim was talking about is curious as well. Uh, after after her body is deposited here, I don't want to call her her. I want to say Vanessa. Uh, after Vanessa's body was buried in this, you know, throw together that they had, then they're going to go and, you know, Tim talked about a burn pile. Uh, they're going to try to burn this Pelican case. I've got a Pelican case as well. These things are robust, Nancy, as you well know. And they're they're meant, they're sealed in order to, you know, prevent water and moisture to get in there. So that, again, goes to the mindset of these people. They know that they're using this case in order to transport a body. Well, what are you going to leave behind the case? Well, you're going to leave behind trace evidence. So they had awareness of this. Why are you going to go to all this trouble to burn this valuable case? Well, because you know that it's two and two together. If you show up with this thing in your possession, uh, you know, the cops are going to examine it. So that, again, goes to motive. But getting the body off post. Now, I'm an old soldier, Nancy, and I do know this about the Army, and I learned this when I first went in at 18 years of age. Right way, wrong way, Army way. And the Army has a way of doing things, and they are a closed society. Now, our closed culture, like, you know, Vanessa worked what we commonly refer to as an armorer. That means that she repaired small arms. And this is not, you know, if you go into the armory at, at a at a post, this is a highly secured area. That's what's so striking to me about this. It's a highly secured area because, look, you keep small arms in there. You don't, you know, contrary to what people think, soldiers don't just walk around with their firearms or with their weapons. They have to take them and store them in the armory, all right? And then you come out and you take them from the armory. And there's very little people who are allowed, as we used to say, on the other side of the counter in the armory because you've got deadly weapons in there. So that means to me, particularly in this day and age, that there's security on that area. The Army knows what's going on. It wouldn't surprise me at all if they had CCTV uh, that is going to account for her location, those moments immediately when she entered the armory and then when she left. And it, well, it's yeah, just, what about it's, Colin uh, Muster when you they said she absolutely was there and yeah, she was accounted yeah, for, exactly. but she wasn't. She was gone. It's just it's, it's striking to me that you can miss this young soldier like this, that she is allowed her remains. And this is the key as well. I don't know if she was alive or deceased when she rolled off of Fort, uh, Fort Hood. Did they kill her on post? Or did they take her off and do Let's circle back to Tim Miller joining us from Texas EquiSearch. First, Tim, if you could, based on what you know now, answer that question. Was she dead when she was surreptitiously taken off Fort Hood, and if you could describe for those just joining us what you observed at the discovery of Vanessa's body. Well, my theory is, and I think everybody is, she was killed inside the armory. I think she was killed earlier that morning inside the armory. He came back about 8.30 that night. That's when uh, somebody spotted him with that Pelican case. So she apparently could have been in that Pelican case for 10 hours inside the armory somewhere. Uh, the, uh, the One of the sad things yesterday out on the site, Nancy, is when they did get uh, Vanessa's little body out there, there was she was still covered in concrete. It was a mold. So what they did is they put the concrete, her little body that was still molded in the concrete, uh, in the body bags. Tim, I'm just trying to take in what you just said. So the killer poured wet cement directly onto Vanessa. She was molded in the concrete. They had to take the concrete with her little body in the concrete. You know what? I'm going to say something that was never allowed for me to say to juries. You can never, under the law, put a juror in the place, in the shoes of the crime victim. But think about it. Do you have a mom, a daughter, a sister? 
Vanessa was just 20 years old. And now her body is found in a shallow grave with concrete literally poured onto her skin to conceal her identity. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zen for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Ready to start your new journey? Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge. Enjoy Zen Nicotine Pouches for 10 days and discover a fresher way to experience nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Here's how to get started with the Zen 10 Challenge. Simply pick your strength and varieties online and check out. Once your Zen nicotine pouches arrive in the mail, enjoy pure nicotine satisfaction at your leisure. After your 10-day trial, let us know what you think. If Zen isn't for you, no hard feelings. It's that simple. Order online at zen.com. That's zyn.com to start your new journey today with the Zen 10 Challenge. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress. Don't let a bad mattress stand between you and a good night's sleep. Lisa Mattress can help. From memory foam mattresses that hug in all the right places to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer incredible comfort and support at every price point. Collectively, their mattresses have over 20000 five-star reviews. Delivery is free, returns are easy, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your own home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash Nancy, thanks, Lisa Mattress, for being our partner. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. In addition to a $35 million lawsuit being filed by Vanessa Ginn's family against the Army for all that she endured in her years in the Army, we now are hearing about the exact motive motive behind Vanessa Gann's murder. Now, this is what we're learning, and we're getting it from the horse's mouth. Now, this is from the Texas Department of Public Safety, and it was filed in federal court. We learned that the married girlfriend, Cecily Aguilar, remember, she was married and was sleeping around with another officer, Aaron Robinson, this is what we learned. We learned that Gian saw Robinson's iPhone and that on the phone was a photo of Cecily Aguilar. I don't know if she had her clothes on or not, but as soon as Aaron Robinson realized Vanessa saw the photo, he totally nutted up. He was afraid Vanessa would turn him in for violating the Army fraternization rule. In other words, don't sleep around with your 
fellow military officers, wives, and husbands. That should go without saying. But because he was afraid Vanessa would rat him out, he took a hammer and murdered her. That is what we're learning. Now, uh, we're also learning that Aguilar claims Aaron Robinson would go into moods where he would not be his normal self and would, quote, have a tick. You know what? I don't care what his moods were. He committed murder. More information we're learning from the married girlfriend, Cecily Aguilar. She told authorities, quote, Robinson killed the girl. She went on to tell authorities about how Robinson took her out to the Leon River and showed me her. Her words, not mine. In other words, showed the dead body of Vanessa again to Cecily Aguilar. You know, <laughs> that's the point where Cecily Aguilar had the chance to put a stop to all that, to not dismember and try to burn her. But no, she helped dispose of Gian's body right then and there. She bought two bags. Um, she went on Facebook Marketplace to find, quote, concrete for sale. It, it just... You know, to cover up Vanessa's body, she removed Vanessa's body from the Army-issued tote bag Robinson was carrying her in because Robinson, quote, didn't want to remove the body. I mean, she certainly did not have a problem disposing of Vanessa's dead body. And then she sat there and let the family go through pure hell looking for Vanessa. What more do we know about Cecily Aguilar? Take a listen to our friend Steve Campion, ABC 13, KTRK, Houston. Cecily Aguilar and her public defenders asked the judge to throw out her 2020 confession in which she told investigators she helped Aaron Robinson dismember and dispose of Guillen's body. In fact, we saw for the first time today video of Aguilar's conversation with investigators. She's seen on camera saying, quote, I'm ready to get this expletive over with, Stop end quote, right there, before sitting. I'm ready to get this S-H-I-T over with. Did she actually say that? Cecily Aguilar, co-defendant to killer Aaron Robinson, actually says, I'm ready to get this S-H-I-T over. Really? She wants it over? Well, what about Vanessa's mother and her sister and her family? Don't you think they want it over? But it will never have the ending that they want to see Vanessa, to hold her again, to love her, to talk to her, to be with her. There is no happy ending. And this woman, this demon from hell, says she wants this S-H-I-T over? Who is Cecily Aguilar? Why do we care about this woman, this married woman dating the killer, Aaron Robinson? Well, I'll tell you why. Take a listen to our friends at CrimeOnline.com. In her first interview with police, Aguilar provided an alibi for Robinson for the night Vanessa Guillen went missing April 22nd. Aguilar told investigators that she was with Robinson the entire night and that they didn't leave the house. When investigators got phone records, they re-interviewed Aguilar and asked her why there were so many calls between her and Robinson on the night of April 22nd up until 3.30 a.m. on the 23rd if they were together in the house. At first, she claimed she couldn't find her phone and Robinson was calling it to help her find it. But it was the length of the calls that made that impossible to believe, so investigators pressed Aguilar until she changed her story. In a follow-up interview with investigators on June 19th, Aguilar suddenly remembered that Robinson wanted to take her to a park by the water where they could look at the stars. Checking phone location data, investigators were able to find the exact location where Aguilar and Robinson were on April 23rd and 26th and found a partially burned tough box and other evidence that led to the remains of Vanessa Guillen. Cecily Aguilar was arrested at 4 a.m. on July 1st, three hours after her boyfriend, Aaron Robinson, committed suicide. She was charged with conspiracy to tamper with evidence in relation to the disappearance of Vanessa Guillen. Lies, lies, lies. Every time they catch Cecily Aguilar, the married lover, the mistress of the killer... She lies, 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 comes up with another story. 
This is the woman who dismembered Vanessa's body, who burned it, who buried it. And now she says they were out sitting on a bench looking at the stars. Natalie Kwam, a special guest joining us. This is the lawyer that has been to H-E-L-L and back representing Vanessa's family. Uh, and you can find her at Whistleblower Law Firm. And I want to go right now to who I consider now to be a friend, along with Natalie Kwam, Myra Gian. This is Vanessa's sister, and I truly believe if it had not been for Myra Gian, this case would be unsolved right now, and Vanessa's family would have no idea what had become of Vanessa. Myra, when you hear Cecily Aguilar lying through her teeth time after time after time, how does that make you feel? You know, that that only brings um, so much hate and anger that I don't want to have towards any individual. But it, it's amazing how even after everything that she's done, she's still trying to continue to fight with us. You know what? You, you're such so much of a better person than me. I, I, I've never claimed to be anything but a crime fighter. Myra, you don't want to harbor hate and anger. That's incredible to me after what you and your mother have been through. You driving through the night. Remember you told me you drove through the night hours and hours. I think it was raining to get to Fort Hood. You get there... And get to the to the guard post, and they won't even let you in. And there, the let me just say, misinformation begins. Lies is what I call it about where is Vanessa? What have they done to try to find Vanessa? They won't even let you speak to anybody till the next morning. Go to some motel, spend the night, and still the lies keep coming about where your sister is. And now you've got Cecily Aguilar lying through her teeth, trying to get her confession thrown out of court. Now, why is her statement so important? And her defense team is trying every trick in the book to try to get this statement thrown out. And now you're going to find out why. Take a listen to our friends at ABC 2020. After finding human remains by the Leon River, Army investigators hauled Cecily Aguilar, Robinson's girlfriend, back in for questioning, and this time they say she's ready to talk. According to court documents, as Aguilar's interview with investigators continues, she allegedly tells them that Aaron Robinson confessed to her that he had bludgeoned a female soldier to death in an armory room on base. Aguilar states that Robinson further told her that he placed Vanessa in a tough box and drove her off the base. Now at the river, authorities say Cecily Aguilar agrees to help Robinson get rid of the body. Straight out to Jasmine Caldwell, news anchor reporter KCEN Channel 6. Jasmine, what are the claims? Why did Cecily Aguilar's lawyers argue to the judge that her statement should be thrown out? Well, her lawyers argued to the judge that um, her statement should be thrown out because apparently Aguilar was not advised of her Miranda rights, uh, which gave her the right to remain silent and ask for attorney. Um, and they also said that, you know, she was not told anything uh, that anything that she said would be used against her in a court of law. Now, the state says, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. You have to be under arrest. You have to be detained before Miranda kicks in, Miranda writes. And what happened was that she was speaking voluntarily. That's why she didn't get Miranda. Well, there's more. There's more as to why we need this confession in evidence Take a listen to John Quinones, 2020. They allegedly decide to use some type of tool, reportedly a machete of sorts, to then dismember the body. Then a 
investigators say that Aguilar told them they attempted to burn the body, but that didn't work. Then they allegedly dig three separate holes to bury her remains. According to investigators, after covering up the remains, Robinson and Aguilar leave. But then three days later, on April 26, they allegedly come back again, bringing hairnets, gloves, and concrete that investigators say Cecily Aguilar got from someone on Facebook Messenger. She's in it just as deeply as he is. She doesn't have to go back over there. She didn't have to do that, but she did. Will this $35 million lawsuit against the Army bring any kind of peace? Will it teach all of our military branches any sort of lesson? I can only hope so. Is it worth the cost of Vanessa Ginn's life? Absolutely not. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace, Crime Story, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's crime stories possible. It's Lisa Mattress, a collaboration between Lisa and West Elm. The natural hybrid is made from natural latex, natural wool, and environmentally safe foams. The natural hybrid elevates your sleep and supports. Go to lisa.com forward slash nancy to learn more. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash Nancy. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible, Easy Breathe. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe ventilation system exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe ventilation system. You can get it installed or do-it-yourself kits available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com. Get 20% off today. Thank you, Easy Breathe, for being our partner. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner.